Hey, welcome back, party people. <laughs> I'm Janet. And I'm Elena. And this is Hallmark Hall of Shame. Hall of Shame. <laughs> we just watched A Harvest Wedding. Boy, did we ever. We watched it. Watched it good. <laughs> um, I liked this movie. I did too. I, I did too. <laughs> There. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely has its moments where I was like, what? But overall, into it. I'm into it. Which is interesting because the very first one we watched had the same dude. Dude. Yeah. And it was a rough coupling. Yes. This one was great. Yeah. So it's the same guy that was in Love Blossoms, the mm-hmm. Bruges perfume rom-com, <laughs> in which he was kind of a big uh, pill. Mm-hmm. And in this one, yeah, he was just so warm and lovable. Yes. And in both, he is growing things. In the yeah. first one, he's a botanist. Yeah. Um, and in this one, he's a farmer. Mm-hmm. And farming suits him better. <laughs> it sure does. As, as perfumery. As does, like, contentment and compassion. <laughs> yes. And I think also... And being a boss. Um, being a boss, yes. But also having an equal partnership. Yeah. And that first one, love blooms, blossoms. Blossoms. She was not confident or competent or, like, safe in her own skin. Yeah. Sure of herself. And in this one, this woman's very competent. She sure is. And I loved that. Yeah. She never questions if she's capable. And I think that that energy fits so much better. Yeah. In fact... She sort of has to, like, not not boss him around, but definitely, like, sell him on some big ideas. Yeah. And she's just like, I want this to happen. I need you to do it for me. Also, not once does she trip. Not once. Not and a she's single, wearing heels. Not a single time does she fall farm. over no. in her pencil skirt. She is a bad cook. Mm-hmm. She makes some bad soup. But... It's spur of the moment, and she's like, yeah, I never cook. I live in the city. I love that, too. (laughs) She's, like, not apologizing for it at all. Yeah. She's like, yep, deal. Yeah. Here's what I wrote down about 20 minutes before the end of the film. In my notebook, I wrote, two competent adults being real. (laughs) What? A game changer. Yeah. Hallmark in 2017. Also, we had some steps in the right direction on more diverse casting. Mm-hmm. With the assistant, with the chef that comes in at the end, uh, some of the farmer's markets, yeah. like small business owners. A lot of the locals. Yeah. Which was I thought was really exciting as well. Yeah. I mean, still love to see yeah. some people in the starring. Yeah. <laughs> and not that we have to only compare it to Love Blossoms, but I think this is a a juxtaposition that shows what Hallmark does well, which mm-hmm. is like, it's a rom-com, 
but it's not plot on plot on plot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, things just kind of go along. The conflict is pretty small, and mm-hmm. they work it out. Like, it's not this, like, and then she was framed, and she got fired, and he was lying. Like, yeah. all that bananas, bananas. Yeah. So, the, the plot of A Harvest Wedding yep. is that Miss Sarah Bloom is a wedding planner in New York and is asked to plan a wedding that takes place in her hometown. Mm-hmm. And the groom's brother... A very high-profile wedding. Yeah. Per the bride's family. The bride's family is New York real estate money. Mm-hmm. And the groom's family are farmers from Williamstown, Massachusetts, where she grew, the wedding planner grew up and the groom's brother is her high school sweetheart. Yep. So they and all... the wedding is taking place at the family farm, which he now runs. The sweetheart. The high school yeah. sweetheart. Yes. What is his name? His name is David. David. And the groom, Tom, is in the armed forces and is shipping out. Shipping out. So they've got two weeks to plan this wedding suddenly. Um, so on that really tight time frame we get to see her um, work under pressure again very competently Uh Um, and she's working on a a profile story for Wedding Insider which is quite the publication you can tell I'd call it the top wedding magazine (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) definitely the most important one um, and one of the staff writers just follows her around for two weeks, like mo- like journalists do. Right. To get that cover story, <laughs> which will To get then... that possible cover story. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, according to Sarah, will then give her global business. Yes. This yes. is a big wedding magazine. I know. And then she and her one assistant will then run a global wedding planning company, I guess. Right. But if anyone could do it, it's this chick. It's those two. Let's talk about her hair. Okay, yeah. Holy cow, her hair is great. Uh, yeah, amazing highlights. Beautiful hair. I'd buy that shampoo. <laughs> yeah. Give Jill Wagner a shampoo commercial, mm-hmm. Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Hallmark's in charge of shampoo commercials. <laughs> Make a shampoo. Don't hand that out. Yeah. And, and as predictably, uh, she starts out the movie in pencil skirts and ends it in jeans and booties. Um, and she looks good in the whole transition. Like, mm-hmm. she looks good in everything. Yeah. She wears a swinging trench coat like a boss. Yeah, this... This one felt like the color had been turned up. Oh, yeah. I think so it have... had. Okay. It definitely felt... Because the house... Like, they live in a red house, and it lo- it was very bright. So, yeah. So, all of the fall trees are just ablaze yeah. with color. And also, her smile was <laughs> megawatt bright. Yeah. Like, there was an Instagram filter on this on the whole, whole film. Yeah. Foliage up to 11. hmm Everything up to 11. <laughs> Which was really lovely. But also very, very bright. So mm-hmm. when, the, when they get to... When they get to Williamstown, Massachusetts, and they mm-hmm. go to the farm, 
that David lives on. This is another thing I liked is that she was just like, oh yeah, this is my old high school flame. And she's like, it's cool. And they're Mm -hmm. like happy to see each other. Yeah. Obviously very fond of each other. And are like, so we're going to work together on this wedding. Sounds cool. Yeah, there was just a lot better communication yeah. in this movie than is in a lot of rom-coms <laughs> almost, as a whole. There was almost no conflict. There was mm-hmm. almost not enough. What? No, I love that. <laughs> just have a healthy relationship, adults. I love it. All of the conflict was on the wedding side, not mm-hmm. on the adult relationship side. Well, you have some jealousy creeping in with David with the reporter. Right. Um, which tends to happen a lot of that, like... Wait oh, a you have minute. a there's another man in your life that you speak to on occasion? Girl. What's going on there? My man hormones are getting angry. <laughs> I think that I think the Peyton storyline was only there to make him not say anything about how he was feeling. Sure. Because other than that, they were they, they, they would have just told each other they right been away. Like, well, I'm still into you. You still into me? Yes, yes. All right, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would have loved that, too. I would have loved it. When we first find out that she's going to the farm. Mm-hmm. So they're still in Manhattan in that lovely, gorgeous apartment. Yeah. With big numbers on the back of her dining yeah. chairs. Enormous For no numbers. She pulls out a David box. She has a memory box she has kept for this high school sweetheart. And it is a very nice box. Like, these memories yeah. are a part of her life. And it's big. Yeah. It's not... It's not like a little... <laughs> it's not a pouch. This is a... a pouch! Because we all have boyfriend pouches. <laughs> I have, like, just a... Like a sunglasses case for all my ex <laughs> But this is like a commitment to hold on to this thing and move it with you in your life. Yeah. It's like a caboodle that I would have had in high school, <laughs> but made of tufted white leather. <laughs> Which made it feel a little bit more like a tiny, like, casket. Like, yeah. there was like this mourning connected it, to yeah, it. Yeah, it was white. Right. <laughs> and And maybe, so I feel like maybe her feeling should have been tipped off a little sooner that you're still into him because you have this box yeah that no other woman has the question i have is did you purchase the box to be a david box or were you like oh i broke up with david do i have any extremely fancy boxes lying around (laughs) like that's not a box that you would just be like oh I, i can use this I could see it being left over from weddings at some point, but that means it had to change hands. Yeah. Change boxes. Like, she originally had a shoe box. Yeah. Started out in, like, a Converse All-Star box in her high school years. (laughs) She upgraded to a white tufted box. (laughs) Right. For some wedding (laughs) that had leftovers. Uh, I wouldn't put it past her. No, because she's on top of it and she's very on organized. Top. The movie opens with the classic wedding planner... Mm-hmm. fixes a crisis scene this one being a torn veil mm-hmm. and so then she like macgyvers a new veil out of things at hand including like 
A tablecloth? A tablecloth that I swear is not used. Yeah, I don't... I mean, unless she, like, unraveled it to use the thread. The thread, or then it's, like, the bow on top. And then, yeah, I think... Because then she also grabbed some flowers. Yeah. But then she was like, okay, give me the needle and thread. And I was like, so "So you could just have used that. You could have used that the whole time. Just without any of the extra stuff. But she does it. It looks great. She does it. She's capable. Shamely ripped off the opening scene of The Wedding Planner starring J-Lo, but nobody cares. <laughs> True. <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> um, yeah. But J-Lo does fall. <laughs> she falls. This one she doesn't, doesn't fall. She doesn't fall. There are no falls. She walks around that farm in her high heels. Mm-hmm. She jumps up on a... Tractor bed. Combine like, platform. Mm-hmm. We're doing good on the farm <laughs> terms. Because <laughs> she needs to talk to David and he is swamped. It's the fall harvest. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was way more patient than I would have been. Yeah. So she just gets on up there and talks to him. Yep. Like whistles at the loud farmers to completely stop harvest so she can take a phone call. <laughs> yeah. From her she assistant. owns it. She owns it. Um... They do they do run a a corn farm. They grow a lot of and things. I'm not sure that on that farm. Corn grows in Massachusetts. I'm not sure if it grows in Massachusetts, but also they listed the numerous things growing in different places. I wrote yes. them down. On that farm, this one farm in Massachusetts, they are growing cabbage, carrots, eggplant, cauliflower, <laughs> broccoli, <laughs> corn. And tomatoes. Tomatoes, yeah. That's a lot happening on that farm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. It's it's crazy. And also, he has a side project that is an interesting bee story, where he's trying to make organic tar that can become fertile, growing land anywhere you put it. On roads, on roofs, anywhere. Uh. I I didn't need that storyline. I zoned out every single time she got that jar of black goo out. Because <laughs> he keeps, he just keeps it he around. He just keeps it all over. Like, he wants her to ask jars. about it. I figured the first time she finds a goo jar, and she's like, what's this? And he gets all, like, coy about he's it. like, nothing oh it's when she's she's talking to him in the barn and he's like can you hand me that and she hands him the jar and he's like no not that the notebook but then she's like what is this it's like why is it sitting there he wants to talk and then later (laughs) there's several jars of it in his freezer in his freezer why yeah and she does ask him if he's a mad scientist and that was a valid question (laughs) and that was actually a cute Point. In that dinner where she's made the exciting tasting soup, quote unquote, uh-huh. um, they laugh with each other, mm-hmm. which we do love a couple and to we do. Love mutual <laughs> enjoyment. Yeah, and they have that that buddy comedy thing going on yeah. where that you can tell that they're friends and they care about each other. Yeah, from the very beginning. Yeah, they're good companions. Yeah. Man, this is it's hard one to, of the healthiest. It's so one of the healthiest relationships we've seen. Yeah. So most of the drama comes from the fact that originally 
the bride's mother is sort of taking the lead on the wedding planning. It's going to mm-hmm. be just a very like lush, fancy wedding in the woods. And then she realizes that that's not what the bride wants, and they mm-hmm. pivot to a, a grounded, <laughs> organic wedding. Farmer joke pun. Yeah, and he's like, is that a farmer joke? Yeah. Um, I liked that moment. <laughs> grounded and organic. Um, he had sort of lost a bet. They made a bet about whether or not he could get a tractor working. Mm-hmm. She ended up not needing it to even work. But he's like, well, I, I still won the bet, so you have to make me dinner. Act, well, close. He said, she said, so the bet's off. And he was like, well, I still want to do the bet, so I'm going to make it run. And she goes, we'll just say you won. Oh, okay. So I'll make you dinner. Which and then she I made like him... that dynamic better. Yeah. She made him dinner at his house. The exciting that, soup that like, tasted bad. That same night. Right. I <laughs> can't blame her on this. And this is, a, it was so strange because the conversation where they're like, okay, you won the bet, so I'll make you dinner, happens on her porch at, late, at late dark. Day. Yeah. And then he says, all right, I'll see you in a couple hours. <laughs> so then she mm-hmm. makes him dinner later that night. It's like, I you need at least a day prep. For the soup to be any good. Especially if you're going to cook it at his house. Yeah, come on. So she goes, she makes him a soup he doesn't like. And then she tells him to follow his tar dreams and he tries to kiss her. Yes. Which I think it sounded like she was saying something else too. She was she was leaning all the way in and she had one... Like, you never know unless you try. She had one hand on his leg... And the yeah. other hand on his arm. I could see how he read that as, <laughs> try to kiss me. She was, he was supporting her weight. <laughs> More than the chair she was sitting on. So, And then he tried that. to kiss her and she was like, ugh. But Freak yeah, out. I did not understand the next day then when she was like, let's talk about this. And again, just confidently, clearly. Theory! Was clearly like, said her feelings. I it was so have great feelings for you. Let's try. And he was just like, no. That and it it made no sense. Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah, it's it, like you've been staring at her like she's a piece of cauliflower for twelve days, a piece of I, prize tar. I <laughs> I feel like that sounds like he was objectifying her. And what we're what we've been saying is that there was like this equal companionship. There, okay. There was a lot of glancing. Yeah, I mean, he definitely was interested. He was interested. Yeah. And then she was like, "Cool, let's do it." And he's like, "I don't know. Are you sure?" We- and he did have this one moment of like, "You're gonna have this cover story, and your business is gonna blow up, and you won't have time to come back here." Which he acknowledges later is like, a, I w- I'm scared of losing you again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if they had leaned into that reasoning a little bit more. Yeah. It maybe could have made sense. Yeah. Like it, a conflict would have made more sense if like Peyton, the journalist from Wedding Insider Magazine, had like tried to kiss her and he'd seen that. Or like there was something about her New York life that like pulled her away a little bit and he was like this is how it's always gonna be or if they went into the hurt of the breakup when they were younger 
Right. We never, they are so far past that that they never got into it. Right. Well, he, he was like, I don't even remember how we ended. And she's like, I went to college and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, feel like that should have hurt. I moved on and you stayed here and we both got caught up. And it's like, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, they were nice. When, they were 19, so the fact that they didn't try long distance is totally Smart. logical. So when he's like, we tried this and it didn't work, I'm like, you didn't really. Right. You, were you haven't tried it as adults. Right. But, I mean, it wasn't the end of the movie, so they couldn't get together yet. Right. And they figured that out within 24 hours. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't try it. Yeah. So they did. (laughs) It wasn't like a time lapse (laughs) of four months. I'm like, I was wrong. We should try. Even the next morning, they were talking wedding planning again, and they were just buds. They were just teammates. Yeah. It never destroyed them being able to work together. Yeah. Oh, so competent. Just, just a cool, just a nice farm power couple. So competent. Um, it was interesting. We've talked about her being a terrible cook. Mm-hmm. There were some excellent cooks in this oh my gosh. movie. And they visit a farmer's market, which David has helped co-found. Yes. Um, so he kind of shows her around, and we get to see these adorable vendors who are very proud of their wares. Mm-hmm. Um... And you think that this is going to become the catering for the wedding. Yeah. Just straight up, they will take over yeah. and feed the, the people who come. However... Because they show you everything. They're like, here's some meat. Here's some dessert. Yeah. There's a shot of just a florist, like, handing somebody a bouquet <clears throat> of flowers. So you're like, oh, yeah, check, 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 check. Right. These We've got a wedding plan. I need for my wedding. Yeah. Exactly. However, the mother of the bride has this connection to a very famous three Michelin star chef. And Colin Shaw. Colin Shaw, who she has somehow booked to cater a wedding, the only wedding he's ever agreed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's because they both were at an event at one point. I think like, they planned the event together. Okay, because like, I thought it was event definitely... Together. Some sort of wink-wink favor that went down <laughs> from Bride Mama. They're, yeah. They're it seemed bizarre. You would have to be very close for this to happen. Because it was even an out-of-town wedding. Yeah. Um, and That's a story we'll never know. But it gets even worse. From old Barb. Because the day of the wedding... We have this major conflict of, oh no, the chef was prepping stuff for the wedding, and Janet, you know what he did? You know what he did in New York City? The restaurant burned down. He burned down the restaurant! There is a funny line where she was like, he was cooking for the wedding, and he ended up cooking the whole restaurant. Which is real rough. <laughs> he has just prepping food for the for the wedding and cooked the whole restaurant. Yes, and he has just burned down his whole restaurant. She gets a text from him that reads, uh, "There was a fire. Everything is ruined. I'm out." <laughs> Which, right? Yeah, and she. From Colin Shaw. Is like, I'm going to do what I should have done from the beginning and makes a phone call, which you think 
is rallying the farmer's market troop to just mm-hmm. take over the wedding. But it's not. She has apparently called Colin Shaw and said, you get your butt down here anyway. Yes. And then the farmer's market people bring all of their wares. And he cooks with it. And he cooks with But the fact that she made a man whose restaurant just burned to the ground still drive to Massachusetts for yeah. this wedding is His insane. livelihood is still smoking. Right. He's standing among the ashes of his life's work, and oh she's gosh. like, "Get in a limo." And because <laughs> I, I wish they'd shown that conversation because I can't imagine how it went. Who knows what Mother of the Bride Barb did, did for, for that man? man. <laughs> Who Barb? But he is hiding some secrets Colin that knows, he cannot Colin let get knows out. Barb, a big time. Yeah, there's some blackmail definitely happening. But this did lead to. The best moment in the film. <laughs> the absolute best moment in the film. When uh, Colin Shaw drives up to the farm in a limo, mm-hmm. gets out, mm-hmm. and says, I don't know why I'm here. All my food was ruined. Which is, it's crazy that he got that oh far not knowing How did, what the plan was. Right, how did that not happen on the phone? And then <laughs> she... I don't. I don't know what she says. Oh, she oh gestures gosh. like, "Well, look what we have for you," and gestures over to the barn. The barn doors are open. Right inside is a table covered in all of the farmers' market foods. Picture perfect. Yeah, like arrayed in like wooden clay boxes. And... It looks like a Harry David gift basket, yeah. just laid out on the table. And behind the table are all the lo- local farmers. Cute as can be. And uh, in unison, they all go. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Which we did rewind to watch again. <laughs> this is what you get from Hallmark movies that you don't get anywhere you, else. You're not expecting it. You're never expecting because the, no human being the acts funniest like that. weird farmers. <sighs> yes. So then the wedding happens, and I asked you during the film, how does this movie end? Like, what's the final shot? Right. And we both thought thought it would be a flash forward to their wedding on the same farm in front of the tree that had their initials carved into it. Yeah. Um, and we were wrong. We could not have been more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It flashes to them standing in a field of corn, yeah. which I believe looks like sugar cane, but all of this green corn. Mm-hmm. She's in a sundress. Like seven feet tall. Yeah, just really tons of it. Giant Very corn. green because of that technicolor. wearing a sundress and mm-hmm. pregnant. Very pregnant. And he touches that baby bump a lot so we know so it. So you can see it, yeah. So he's like, you got it? Everybody see this? The camera goes straight up and as it's going out, we start to see the field of corn. The field of corn. And then we see that the field of corn stops because they are on the roof of a New York City skyscraper! Because you know that his weird organic tar is now making all skyscrapers in New York City rooftop farms. Yeah. There were a lot of crops on that skyline. It 
was <laughs> so unexpected. I was not there. It was a jaw-dropping moment. Yeah, that that was a beeline that they just planted the seed of. We had no idea how much watering it was going to get in that last yeah. shot. But boy, yeah. it was a harvest. He revolution- <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and because as that final scene, and there's also a voiceover, which was... The voiceover was not was great. Very strange. And, he, and she was like, so I got the magazine cover and mm-hmm. I got everything I ever wanted. And my dreams, my dream. I wasn't even listening. Yeah. Because I remember she, like, she's standing in this, in between these rows of corn, feeling her pregnant belly, looking at her magazine cover, <laughs> even though it's like... At least nine months later. I didn't even notice. But she's oh, still just right. like looking at the magazine cover, like, there I am on that cover. I remember? He when. walks up behind her and they like make out. And I was like, well, this doesn't really solve any of the problems that they brought up in Don't worry. why Best they shouldn't worlds. be back together because she's mm-hmm. just like, what, quit her job and, and works on the farm, and then it, Hallmark was like... To me, it gave like, that impression of barefoot and pregnant in the yeah. kitchen. And then you... And then Hallmark was like, just no. you wait, Janet. She's... They stayed equals. Best of both worlds. <laughs> Which, what a douce machina. <laughs> Everything is great. She did not lose who she is. Yeah. Mm. I mean, hats off. That's off to that Hallmark writer's room. Yeah. I gotta, I mean, I gotta wonder, like, when this idea was pitched, if people were like, <laughs> what? what? It, and it seems like the the weird sludge like, in jars was never there. And at the very end, someone was like, guys, I got a problem with this. Mm-hmm. One of them has to completely deny who they are. Yeah. And someone goes, okay, hear me out. How are we gonna get them? What if we take... The entire city of New York and turn it into farms on the roof. <laughs> Someone's like, how would you possibly do that? And they're like, David Nichols. We grow some stuff in jars. Yeah. It looks like. Great. Add it to the movie. Some of the like weird magic goo from Men in Black. <laughs> it's it's not going to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. I forget what I was just going to say. Slow claps for that. Slow clap for for that that one. Big reveal. But I do think, so Hallmark Hallmark, uh, organizes its movies in seasons. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have been in the harvest season. So for the last, like, two months, every week's new movie is something about the harvest. And they're mostly about growers. And this is the finale of the Harvest movies. Oh. And I think they knew it's the best one. Like, they knew this was the winner. All right. Was... And, because, and then throughout the day before this one aired, they did a marathon of all the other Harvest movies. Leading up to and this. Ending with this one. So I think this, they put all their apples in this basket. And they were <laughs> good. They were very, Harvest metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> and they were right too. They they knew the jewel in their crown. <laughs> Which so exciting. I really wasn't expecting a lot from the pair. So I am through the 
Yeah. Through the roof, over the moon. And it just makes you wonder, like, what went wrong on Love Blossoms? <laughs> like, yeah. this guy is handsome. He can emote a lot of support. and I think it had to be in the directing. And they were just like, act mad. You mm-hmm. don't like her. Now you do. We smell want her, more attention. Smell her skin. <laughs> now I remember that happened. Get on, your, get on that motorcycle. Look mad. <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. But luckily, as with mm. all... Hallmark actors will see him a million more times. So we'll there's, get to there's see basically him on this journey. Forty actors that they just use all the time. Um, the mother of the bride is an interesting character, Barbara. Barbara, because when they show up to the farm, first off, the way that they rip this farm apart this, is so. Yeah. Bizarre, because yeah. it is gorgeous from the get go. Yeah, again, because it's in Technicolor for some. Yeah, I don't know, but they're like, oh, we'll we'll have to do a ton of work. It's so bad. Yeah, shabby chic, capital shabby. Like when when uh, Sarah and her assistant get out of the car and Emma. are looking around mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like in shock. I'm like, I don't know what they're feeling because it's gorgeous. Because are like, are they mad? Right. And then when they're just like, ugh, we only have two weeks to pull this place together. I was like, you're on a beautiful farm in like, Western you Massachusetts. Could do this. I could make this happen tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, they just constantly had tractors like driving through the shot just to make it seem like, oh, it's so but they were like corporate. But I'm like iconic tractors. Yeah, and they're spotless. They're gorgeous tractors. Not not even covered in mud as they would be. Right. So, yeah, they did a bad job of making the farm look like it needed work. Right. And to see Barbara's disgust. Yeah. Like, the other two seemed annoyed, but Barbara was like, what is my daughter doing? (laughs) Yeah. Was kind of hilarious. But that was before uh, Susan? I can't even remember. (laughs) I can't even. (laughs) Is her name Susan? Who? The the wedding planner. No, Sarah. Sarah Sarah Broom. I've lost all track of everybody. Sarah Bloom um, from Love Bloom's Wedding. Love's in Bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was before Sarah conducted her wedding seance. That oh my gosh, I <laughs> convinced love you. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's scouting ceremony locations on the farm, which quote unquote is the foundation of a good wedding. Mm hmm. A ceremony. Okay. Not love. <laughs> not, not communication. Right. Uh, two people who love each other. Uh, so they then get to a, a clearing with a big, beautiful tree. Yes. Which, again, you walk into and any living person would be like, perfect. Stunning. But Barb is not convinced. No. She has no imagination, which is interesting in the real estate business. Yeah. <laughs> you have and to so sell people a lot. Sarah says, like, let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then walks away from them towards, towards the, the tree, tree and faces the tree, the tree with her back to them. Puts her hands together. Folds her hands. Closes, closes her, her eyes. As though praying to the tree or the wedding gods. <laughs> and describes how she will decorate the wedding. But... Does so very poorly. Because In very general terms. Yeah, we are able to see 
Her vision. Her vision. But no one else there is able to. Mm -hmm. So she's like, there will be white roses. We see them in arches. She never says arches. Yeah. So she's a terrible verbal communicator in this moment where she needs to be good. Yeah, and she says, like, people will arrive at the farm, and the farmhouse will look great. (laughs) (laughs) But never says how. (laughs) And then she says that... uh, the and she's like the and then there'll be crisp white chairs with an aisle. Yeah, I was like yeah. Uh, David, who's been watching from like just a short distance away. Yeah, like he's in the pack, but he's you know sort of obviously goes. That was really something. Like he is so moved, and I was not. No. But I that did think was funny when she to me when she closed her eyes and folded her hands. I expected like all the fall leaves to like swirl together into like a <laughs> double helix and like, yeah, <laughs> and like create <laughs> yeah. and like all little fairies come out. And she's like, I'm picturing white flowers, and they're like, <gasps> what? <laughs> Put this woman on the cover right. of Wedding Insider magazine. I see this. Tree. <laughs> anyone? But, anyone? But with flowers on it. Oh, okay. She just put flowers on everything. Yep. She just said white flowers and they were mesmerized. Yeah. Here's, oh, this is one of my other favorite parts. And <laughs> it's one of the, you know, that scene in movies where they're showing a woman being competent at her job, but they didn't give a, a moment's thought to the dialogue. Okay. So it's when they're walking through the reception venue and the caterers are setting up Mm -hmm. and she's like walking through shouting orders. Yeah. But the orders are like, that's the head table. So make it perfect. Soup spoon goes on the right. Straighten that chandelier. You're like, you're a terrible (laughs) boss. And when it's just like, oh yeah, the soup spoon's on the right. Because this is my first... Not I'm, just a, the, I'm a caterer. Not just the first wedding I've catered. This is the first meal I've ever had. <laughs> ever had. And it's such a high-end yeah. wedding. They're going to know that one. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah. DJ Booth goes over there. I'm like, that's a legitimate <laughs> fact that you need to get across. And then yeah, her assistant's correct. also like, I'm going to need you to straighten that chandelier and dust dust that corner. It's just like... These aren't good orders. Like, yeah, having you're just walking around nitpicking coordinated weddings. No, that's not. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, but though those are one of my pet peeves. It's like when there's a scene that's meant to display somebody being competent, and they're just like, "What would she be saying?" I don't know. She'd just be describing how to set down silverware. <laughs> I mean, probably, probably that, yeah, probably that. I mean, we, and you, we did laugh at the first dance, yeah, because they did. It looked like they had never touched each other. Yeah, the um, the bride and groom's first dance. The bride's arms were locked at the elbows. Yeah, she was so far away. Yeah, and at first I was like, I wonder if that's so that they can get the shot. Like mm-hmm. they, but then when they did a wide shot, I was like, nope. They're still that far apart. So, yeah. I mean, what just what a no. delightful movie. Yeah. Straight to the Hall of Fame. Hall, Hall of Fame, shame. Hall of Shame. Let's do it. Okay. Hall of Fame. I have the fact 
that there was no bumbling on behalf of this woman. Yeah. That she was so competent and their relationship was so equal. Yeah. Hall of Fame! Hall of Fame. Um, on an equally uh, profound note, I'm going to put her coat wardrobe in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> she did have some good coats. She had some great coats. And it, this, it, this movie did make me very nostalgic for New England. I was just in Connecticut during mm-hmm. peak foliage season. It's just the best. I went to college. Technicolor, in, baby. Technicolor. I went to college in Massachusetts. So it made me very nostalgic for that and for coats. All right. Well, because you'll have an opportunity for some coats. It's one of the perks of New England. It's yeah. just coat wardrobes. All right. So hats off to those coats. Hats off to coats. Hats off to coats. Yeah, I heard it here. All right. Hall of Shame. Hall of Shame. Um... That whiteboard. Okay, yeah. We didn't even get there. Oh my gosh. There was a whiteboard in the movie in the wedding planning office where they had written down the number of days left to the wedding. Mm -hmm. And there was a big, you know, wedding planning montage and they kept going over and erasing it and writing the new number. And the space where the numbers were written was filthy. Yeah. Filthy. Yep. It looked like they'd been ca- like counting down from 200. <laughs> Instead of 15. <laughs> Instead of 15. It made me wonder it, like how many takes they did yeah. of writing those numbers. Because it, it looked terrible. It was not a whiteboard. It was just smudge pig yeah. pen board. And I was like, you just, that's pretty easy to clean. It, yep. look, it looked awful. Definitely. And also, Within the montage, the times that they would go up to change the number felt like it was in the middle of the work yeah, day. for sure. And they also had a moment where they were like, the dresses are going to be here tomorrow. She's like, check that box off. And I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. you check that off tomorrow. Like, you guys are jumping the gun <laughs> yeah. a lot. You are in a small town in the mountains in western Massachusetts like a delivery tomorrow yeah. is not a sure no, thing you're putting a lot of faith yeah. in that yeah Dur- there was during the montage they'd be like walking across the room on the phone and then they would erase the number and count it I'm like do you just do this every day at like 2.30pm right <laughs> definitely bizarre <laughs> it was weird that whiteboard for that shame hall of shame that whiteboard yeah hall of shame for me was the fact that she made the chef come to the wedding on the day that his restaurant burned to the yeah. ground. His life in tatters. For shame, Sarah <laughs> yeah. Bloom. He seemed cool with it. I, he was not the moment he got out, why am I here? Yeah. He did get real excited by the farmers market people. Yeah. But they should have just done they should have been the heroes of that. Mm-hmm. That should have been their moment. Well, he he was at the reception. They were all just sitting at the reception, which, again, I was like, how, how are you catering this? Okay. But when they uh, announced him and gave him a round of applause, then he had all the farmers stand up. That was and, adorable. Yeah. But still. But still. For shame to Sarah, or for shame to that chef and the mother of the bread for whatever... <laughs> Darkness of oh, the devil. What a deal to make this happen. A dark, dark deal they made with the devil. Right. <laughs> Shame on Barbara. <laughs> oh. All right. 
Hallmark Hall of Shame. So next week, can you believe it? Um, Probably not. Starts the countdown to Christmas. Which. And. Oh man, peak Hallmark. Peak Hallmark. I mean, this is what it's all about. So the movie we are watching next week. Funnily enough, is called Marry Me at Christmas. Ooh. A bridal boutique owner who is deep in the flurry of planning an exquisite Christmas wedding is unexpectedly swept off her feet by the bride's brother. Oh, man. This movie again. So the same movie, but probably not as well done. But the bride's brother inside the groom's brother. And they look younger. Man. Okay, so we were surprised by the last shot in this one. <laughs> what is the last shot based on that description in Marry Me at Christmas? Um, oh man. Uh, they're gonna be decorating a Christmas tree and you pan out and they're on the moon. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. I don't know how you top skyscraper. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. Then we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>